Welcome to First Unitarian Society of Minneapolis, the birthplace of Congregational Humanism. We carry on that tradition of free thought today, dedicated to promoting a free search for truth, meaning, and justice. Our web address is firstunitarian.org. I'm David Breeden, Senior Minister. Welcome. The talk today um, has a lot to do with, uh, the title is The Discovery of Determination. Um, and this has been sitting on me for quite some time. And we kind of heard a little bit of interweaving earlier uh, as Mark was talking, when the question derails you and, and, and how those things happen. And, and, and I asked David to join me in this talk today because one of the most important things is that when we talk about the discovery of determination, I see it as a learning tool. Um, it is a learning tool, not only for young folk, but even for ourselves as adults. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if David could offer us the, the good doctor work of explaining a fancy word that I learned in my PhD world, ah, epistemology. Epistemology? <laughs> All right. Well, epistemology is one of those Greek terms. Episteme is the Greek word for knowledge. Ology is the Greek word for study. So it's the study of knowledge. It is the basic philosophical question to know you know what you know and to know you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> That's epistemology. And as you may have noticed, there are a lot of people who don't know they don't know. <laughs> But they think they know anyhow. And that's one of the problems in our world. But epistemology, how do you know what you know? And let me give you a little example here. You know, I'm from the South. We don't walk on ice and, because the ponds, they don't freeze down where I'm from. So I never learned how to walk on frozen large bodies of water. So the first thing that happens to me when I get here is one of my friends drives off into Lake of the Isles. Now, where I'm from, if you drive a car into a lake, you're dumping a body. <laughs> but up here, you drive around on lakes sometimes. Now, I, I had to learn that, and I, it's hard. But actually, on TVs here, I learned, you can see ice and how thick it has to be to hold you up. Now, that's epistemology. That's knowing something. I didn't know that. I thought I was just going to die. <laughs> and I have to say, I never have walked across the pond. I'm just not going to do that. Because my epistemology doesn't work that way. But now think about determination. Because the thing is, you're going to be determined about something. Right? Always. That's the thing about determination. So think about your determination to walk on that pond. Take it away, Jay. I, I don't know if I got friends that would be driving no trucks on no lakes, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, whatever, whatever, I, you know, more power to you, you, you know, but, but what is this, where, where do we get this idea of, of, of discovery? Because oftentimes when, I, when I've engaged this thought, I'm always fixed on the word, determination. And, and so I, I, I'm, I'm looking at 
the, the framework of epistemology to know what you know. Some have simply said it's a way of knowing, right? A way of knowing. Uh, but the uh, scholar, uh, Dr. Uh, Mama Ititi Hari, talks about epistemology in a very different way because she uses an Afrocentric lens. Her lens is very interesting because instead of it being a way of knowing, she actually resonates with the, she brings up the idea that if we're going to educate, or if we're going to also expand our ways of knowing, it actually has to be a worth of knowing. What is worth knowing? How do we find value in it? She uses an example of a preschool child who she begins to actually share and teach, and she's like, she notices that they can read the letters. They can say A, B, C, but that's a way of knowing. That's not the worth of what needs to be known. What needs to be known is the sounds. In order to create those sounds, that's the sounds help us read, mm -hmm. not just the recognition. Yep. And so why does she point this out? Because she says there's no way to get to the worth of knowing until we arrive at knowing what value it has in the world. Yeah, yep. And so she points, to, she, she brings us to this, uh, to this kind of education, which comes from the Ashanti people, and, and it's called Nakasamsam. Do you mind saying that word with me? Nakasamsam. Nakasamsam. That means, that, right? That means actually to be touched by the spirit, right? It means to be touched by the spirit. It's, an, it's actually a pedagogical arrangement based off of ancestors. So why not talk about worth and determination? Because many of the ancestors that she begins to unpack, she says, we have to be use our voices. We have to take risk. We have to engage our freedom. And to engage, and, and to engage a discovery of determination really requires that one, as I would say, it requires for us to engage our intellectual agency. In short, to think freely. And to be able to make choice and know it. And a lot of folk who have been on the margins do not have those options. That's right. And so there is something that we have to sit with when we engage with ways of knowing. That's right. That we have to begin to speak to the worth of knowing. Now, I, in order for me to get to your worth, David, I would assume I'd have to talk to you about, about the trucks and the going into the lake. And the... <laughs> it reveals something about me. It's it true. does. Yeah. It does. Because you have value, right? And here in this space, we, right, we, do, the, we do celebrate each other's inherited worth. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean... Let's get real here, and Jay doesn't know I'm going to say this, but, um, you know, the content of your character, right? We believe in judging people by the content of their character. That's a liberal value. Martin Luther King said it. We believe it. So why would we even try to have a black preacher here at a mostly white congregation? It's a good question because it's real darn difficult to be black in a white space. Well, the reason is very simple, content of character. Jay is the best darn humanist minister alive today. And that's just the way it is. So, I'm glad you're black. <laughs> I am too. I am too. <laughs> but that's the joy is the content of the character and then getting proximate 
and understanding, listening. No, thank you. Thank you for that. that... <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I didn't expect that. It, I, I didn't got thrown off my game, y'all. Because uh, <laughs> I, right. I really love to be a curve there. Right? I know, I know, right? And, and there's a discovery. I just had a discovery moment. And, 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 it's, and it's also, right, the discovery of that discrimination is also for me to live into it. Right. Live into it. Practice it. To, to learn in it. And to also take that derail, as Mark said earlier, and, and actually put it back on track. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really, as y'all know, I've been, I've been doing the Ethical Explorers work with our youth here. And we have, we have sometimes the most cynical questions. <laughs> they got cynical parents. Look, right? <laughs> I'd just be like, okay, that came out of nowhere. Let's work with it. But, but also, in, that, in those moments, what happens is I have the opportunity to engage them from a space of joy and fun. And a lot of people, you know, as a person who moves around the world, I, I, I love, I'm a, I'm a smile person. It ain't like I ain't got nothing going on, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm allowed for my good days to outweigh my bad days, okay? Because that's my determination. No matter what I feel, whatever the system looks like, trust me, I'm gonna step out and look like I'm determined to win today. Mm -hmm. yep. Can I talk personally for a few minutes? Because that's yep. just how I roll when I get up. Yeah. It's a ritual to get dressed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for some of us. For some, for some of us, right? <laughs> and I wanna, and, and this is the thing about the determination factor that when I have, when I meet our students, with joy and fun. Fun has always been an acronym. It's something that my art teacher taught me. He said, you can always have fun. As you adult, don't forget to have fun. We forget to have fun as adults. Mm -hmm. And fun for him, he said, it, can be, it needs to be functional, it needs to be unifying, and it needs to be necessary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And some of us have forgot how to do that because we actually forget, we'll do the function, yep. but, the, but the relational component, we don't wanna always collaborate, we wanna just get the job done, leave me alone kind of thing. Mm -hmm. but, but then we realize that it's a necessity to be in relationship. That's right. Just as well as your function is. Because it, and then it aids us in purpose to meet it with joy. That's what passion is. Mm -hmm. That's where passion and purpose come in. And so when I do this work, and when, when we're doing this work as a community, we need to, yes, open up a bit, take risks, have love works here, figure out what it looks like to be on, on the north side and what it, what it feels like to be on the south side and, and really begin to engage this central location like a centerpiece yep. and let it perfume the rest of Minneapolis. That's right. To be an invitation, to make room at the table where voices are missing. And we know that their voice is missing. We can twiddle our thumbs and try to figure it out all day, but all I'm asking you to do is get in relationship. Y'all right. know that's my thing all day, every day. That's right. Right? How do we do that? You've got to be determined. You've got to know your capacity. There is capacity because there's a measure in determination. Yep. Last I checked. I'm going to let you close this up. All right. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's think. I get Pentecostal. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah no, uh, I remember the clock, even though I did grow up Pentecostal. <laughs> Because I've, I've, I've sat back there uh, needing to go somewhere else. Too, too <laughs> that derail. <Yeah. laughs> 
But let's think about that pond for a moment, the frozen pond. And you got to be determined about something. All right, so the ice is thin. You're not going to walk on that pond. All right? So what are you going to do? You're going to go back and look at what you're determined about. Is that what you're determined about, is walking across that the ice? Then you got to wait. Are, are you going around the pond? You're going to swim the pond if you just want to be in it? Hop in. There's a lot of, or you could build a boat. There's a lot of ways to do something if you're determined. If you're focused on what you know you're determined about. As a matter of fact, one of the great Stoic sayings is the obstacle is the way. The obstacle is the way. That, don't, that does not mean you go stupidly walking out on thin ice. It means you look at the obstacle, you look at your determination, and then you use your head. And what am I really determined to do? Yes, I want world peace. What am I going to do about that today? Yeah. Right? I, a, I want to fix homelessness in Minneapolis. Actually, I can do something about that today. So what is my determination? To save the world? That's great. But it's kind of broad. <laughs> so what are you going to do today? What are you determined about? And that is where we find in humanism our meaning and our purpose. So may it be, huh? So may it be. Thanks for listening. You can find much more about humanism and what's happening at First Unitarian Society in Minneapolis by visiting our website at firstunitarian.org.